Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my guest is Mark Perlou. I got that way wrong, Mark, right? How do you say your name? Mark Perlou, but it was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I figured if I just say it fast, maybe nobody would notice, but uh, I'm from New Jersey and we mangle everybody's names here, but so my apologies. But anyway, Mark is the vice president of the of IoT in the wireless and sensing products groups at Semtech. So, which is perfect because I want to talk about things that have to do with LoRa and long range and low power and stuff like that. So, we've been talking about this stuff for a very long time. I'm going to say far better than 10 years. Um, so, where are we going with? I, I don't want to hold ourselves to Laura, but let's talk about um, long range wireless in general. Where are we going? What, what's the ultimate goal for these technologies? Okay, uh, Rich, so hi Rich, hi everyone. Yeah, that's indeed uh, very important to um, have a forward looking, uh, where do you want to, to, to go? Uh, if we want to, to set up the proper, I would say, vision, uh, it's important to remind what is the purpose of those type of IoT wireless connectivity. And the purpose is really to, uh, to support the digital transformation of most of the industries. Uh, and for that, you mean, you know, you need data because uh, the industry has worked so well in terms of improvement for cloud engine, uh, any kind of calculation, machine learning, but they need data. And this is the whole purpose of those uh, type of uh, new technologies. So from this perspective, it's important to, to understand that we want the connectivity to be as pervasive as possible because the usage is extremely diverse. Uh, you may want to connect uh, sensors, which are the source of the data most of the time, indoor or outdoor, in a commercial building, in a factory, but also at home. Uh, it could be you know, outdoor for smart cities, environmental. So, and for that, that's why you, know, you need to to, have a, to keep in line of sight that there are so many kind of possibility that you need a technology which can deploy, you know, like Wi-Fi, but also like a cellular technology. So eventually this is what we are aiming at with a technology like LoRa with LoRa One standard. It can be deployed indoor, at home, outdoor. And, you know, we'll speak a little bit about that, but also with a direct connection from earth to space. You talked about some of the technologies that, as far as I'm aware, are pretty data intensive. And that's not what I think of when I think of LoRa. I think of something where you're flipping a single bit. Um, am I wrong or is there a disconnect or what? No, it's a, it's a very important thing to indeed to understand. Uh, the, the amount of data is not made by the amount of data that a single sensor is delivering to those um, machine learning or cloud engines. It's about the, the, the number, the diversity of sensors. So each sensor does not send a lot, a lot of data. It's like, it's not video, it's, you know, it's not those continuous stream of data, but they send an information when they have something interesting to say. Uh, those sensors quite often are associated also with local computing in order to minimize the data communication. And LoRa fits perfectly for, for that. It's about receiving and communicating small size of messages, but a lot of messages from, from a lot of sensors. Okay. When I was thinking of LoRa 
a few years ago even, I could come up with so many potential applications that um, I thought this thing would just blow up and be off, be everywhere. And it, I know it is in a lot of places, but it is not nearly as pervasive as it should be, could be. Why is that the case? Um, so LoRa has been positioned essentially and initially on uh, an IoT connectivity for the industrial and enterprise world. So uh, we very quickly we came up with uh, you know very good creativity from the developers to develop applications and all of that. Uh, but it's you know it's a, a different type of effort to make it at scale and to and to make it I would say economically viable for the industry. They are in general quite conservative to implement new technologies. Uh, having said that. Uh, we are extremely happy about uh, the fact that LoRa is becoming one of the leading technology in utilities, and it's a huge volumes type of uh, uh, right now. Uh, quickly uh, followed by uh, logistics as well, uh, and we have uh, since you know two years ago the smart home actually now has endorsed uh, the, the LoRa and. You know, it contributes very nicely actually to the total uh, volumes of uh, LoRa devices which are connected today, which are beyond 230 million units. Do people know that they're running LoRa? Is it important that they know they're running LoRa or does it not matter? Is it just some wireless protocol that, that's out there? We want them not to, you know, not to care about the connectivity. I think the, the, the end game is that this connectivity becomes completely transparent for any application developers. So that's why we are working with um, the cloud hyperscaler uh, companies such as AWS and also uh, Microsoft with their Azure platform in order to embed the connectivity and basically let the developers focus on the application and how do you, how do you make, the, make the best of the data? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, one of the nice things about LoRa is the number of endpoints that you can have in your network. The other side of that coin is that every time you add a, a node, you're adding a potential security breach point. Um, are, are you seeing that with LoRa that you know some of these networks that are out there? I, I always like to use agriculture as my as my example. That there's a lot of cows out there that have have nodes in them or around them. Every one of those is, is a cow that can hack. And once you're into the network, who knows what you can do? Yeah, the security is definitely a, a key element and, and part of uh, what the LoRa Alliance is doing uh, constantly to, to make sure that uh, we provide the state-of-the-art uh, encryption mechanism and it's part it's specified in LoRa One. What uh, where we need to what we are doing actually with Alliance is make sure we educate properly the solution provider to make sure they manage properly this uh, encryption, this security. Because uh, the, the weaknesses in general are in the management of the security keys that you inject in the sensors, in the end devices. Uh, the LoRaWAN gateways are actually just a path through, just a bridge. So there is no, not a lot of risk of security on this aspect. And you can see LoRaWAN as a direct connection from a sensors to cloud platforms. And the cloud platform are pretty, are pretty, pretty good in terms of managing security. So uh, 
for us, the, the, actually, the more you add sensors, I think the, the more you are going to bring uh, a level of management of the keys as a, you know as a standard, as a high level standard. And I'm not worried uh, about that at all. I think the, the business will dictate uh, how much um, energy and rigor that you you can put in the management of the keys. Okay. So when you and I are having a discussion five years from now, and we're talking about the latest cool application. What's that application going to be? How's that for putting you on the spot? I think we'll see more and more um, services to consumer. Uh, what uh, we are seeing, because we started the conversation about networks, so we have a diversity of networks coming from the cellular world, uh, um, slowly uh, converging with the smart home and the consumer world. So Amazon has started this with uh, the launch of uh, Sidewalk. Uh, which also use the same technology. So eventually, I think we will get to a point where um, the manufacturers or producers can establish a direct link with the consumer uh, because the network will converge and the usage will service. So the services to consumer, I think, is going to be uh, a strong uh, way forward in terms of use cases. Okay. Well, I can honestly say that I run a LoRaWAN network in my house and it's been up for four or five years and it's the only one I haven't had to reboot yet so uh, I give you a thumbs up that's good I'm glad to hear that I mean it's a, essentially a kudo to the ecosystem right uh, you know at same time we just do the connectivity and the chips but uh, the strength of the ecosystem is I think you know we are all uh, extremely excited and motivated by the opportunity and i think it really shows up in uh, in the ecosystem and the way they are creative but also they understand that there is a high expectation of quality when uh, from a network perspective and i do run as well uh, here also uh, a network and it's worked pretty nicely uh, for indoor and outdoor type of devices very good very good well thanks mark i appreciate you taking the time thank you very much rich that was mark Pegalu, he is the Vice President of IoT in the Wireless and Sensing Products Group at Semtech, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.